This is Crypto Unplugged. Welcome listeners to another episode of Crypto Unplugged. And today we have, as usual, market update with Oz. Oz, what's been happening uh, last few days? You seem a bit tired, exhausted off Twitter. Um, I think you're in need of a massive break from everything. Yeah, how's it going there, Doc? Yeah, just, uh, you know, it's a bit tired at the moment. You know, this long lockdown in the UK, I know it's finally coming to an end. But yeah, just, uh, yeah, I do need a break, I ain't gonna lie. Uh, hopefully, you know, some of the countries get off that red list and, um, and go somewhere. All right, so when we're talking about countries off the red list, I know on Twitter there was a bit of conversations with invitations from a few particular followers, yeah? So uh, there were a few, and uh, Florida was one of them, and uh, Las Vegas was another, both in North America, where the majority <laughs> of our listeners are, okay? So, um, yeah, where are you inclined to uh, go? Have you been to uh, US before? You know, I've never been to the States. Uh, somewhere I actually always wanted to go. Um, remember, we had a pact as well when uh, Bitcoin gets to a certain number. Yeah, we did. Uh, uh, we're going to go. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I actually, I am going to go uh, one of these days. And uh, Let's see when. But, you know, we'll go. You, yeah, Doc, you're, you're going to come with me, right? Yeah, I'll come and I'll drive you around. Trust me, I'll be your driver. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so now... Come do, a road, do a road trip from um, from uh, well, east to west or something. Yeah, that needs to be done. I need to take a few months off. Just uh, pack the laptop in and then just go on a massive mad adventure. Okay? Trust me. Yeah, exactly. Now, look, as long as you don't meet any serial killers on the way, it's stereotypical, of course, yeah? But, yeah, but you never know, <laughs> right? <laughs> but All right, now, look, come, talking about that pact, okay? So, at the moment today, we're looking at the charts, uh, Oz, yeah? This market update. Some crazy things going on. In particular, look, when I woke up this morning, uh, Ethereum was 3,990. I don't think it broke 4,000. And Bitcoin, 57,000, you know, it's, there's a bit of sideways action, you know, in terms of or a lack of action for Bitcoin. And for us to achieve our pact to go to North America and do a mad road trip, okay, uh, Bitcoin needs to achieve another 43,000 or so, okay, to get to 100,000. So give me your update, Oz. You know what? You've probably done the update better than me because I haven't really been looking at the charts <laughs> for the past uh, couple of days. Yeah. But um, just looking at it just over the just now, looking at it now, I still see uh, the main resistance of 59,000, 60,000. Once it breaks that, you know, then um, we could be going to uh, new all time highs. So for, for Bitcoin, that's that's the main area of resistance is that 59, 60,000. And that hasn't changed. Um, that hasn't changed since I've first tweet about that a long time ago um apart from that we have support at 56.6 so that would be the good level of weekly support which bitcoin bounced off today uh so we're in that range of 56 and uh, 60 you can say 56.6 and 60,000, and we could be in this range for a bit but um unless we break any of those ranges break it to the downside or uh break the 60 to the upside we're going to stay in this range and uh, let's see what happens. Um, so they're your main two levels of support and resistance, 56.6 and then that 60,000. Okay, so just focusing on some other coins at the moment, in particular Polkadot and Kusama, okay? Um, you know, obviously Kusama's massively bu- bullish and so is uh, Polkadot. So, you know, you're talking about, in one of your tweets recently, talking about Kusama Ethereum pair, look, bottom out, Okay. And ready to rip very soon. And obviously, this will be like music to ears who, you know, hodlers, Kusama, 
And obviously Polkadot Decoded uh, event is happening very soon. So yeah, give us your views on this um, Kusama Ethereum pair or generally alt pairs with uh, with Ethereum. Yeah, I think because Ethereum's ripped so hard, the, the Ethereum pairs have gone down to basically the bottom levels. Uh, I don't think there's much bottom side for... And anyway, even when I tweeted that, I think if, uh, Kusama was like $400 or $410 and today's $450. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to continue to rise. Uh, on the weekly scale, Kusama is bullish for me. Uh, uh, you know, this, the stochastic is just crossing up. I, I think... Um, the big level of resistance left for Kusama is around that 486, you know, around that level 480, 486. And then it's going to challenge its all-time highs of uh, 500, 560. So for me, Kusama is very bullish and, you know, uh, especially over these next couple of months, I think it's going to do really well. Okay. And what about in terms of BTC dominance and Ethereum? Okay. Ethereum in terms of its dominance is just going crazy. You know. um, 452 billion or 452.5 billion market cap. Uh, which has taken a massive chunk of the general altcoin uh, dominance. So, you know, what do you envision in terms of uh, BTC dominance coming down further in light of what you've already uh, mentioned? Yeah, with for BTC dominance, to be honest, the weekly is at a low. So you need to be careful in that sense where it has come down to, um, uh, you know, it's very... I. I you might see um, BTC dominance rise a bit and alts could, some alts could, or maybe majority of alts could lose their value if, um, I know it sort of contradicts what I said with Kusama, but I, I think it'll be short term. Um, but um, because the BTC dominance is at 45%, the, if, if it stays below, and let me tell you, if it stays below 45.6%, then I think the next level down will be um, uh, 43%. And then at 43%, I, I, I guess profits would have to be taken so uh maybe i'll post a chart for btc dominance but it's it's gone really it's gone so low because of ethereum's rise so quick uh, ethereum's taken a lot of the share for um for the btc dominance rather than most of the alts so you know ethereum's now taking the share now i think the alts are have to catch up okay so this is a, a interesting uh, concept because usually what happens is we're talking about um you know, we're talking about a trickling down, yeah? So the usual trend, when you're talking about trickling down, so BTC dominance coming down, you know, towards a certain level, Ethereum spiking up, which has happened at the moment. And then, you know, the, the usual pattern that you see in previous uh, bullish or old, old cycles, what would it be in terms of trickling down to uh, mid caps and low micro cap gems? Yeah, you've seen that chart. I can't remember who posted it, but it's a, it's a pretty good chart. Where it's BTC goes, then it's Ethereum, which has happened, and then it goes to the large caps. Where we've seen large caps, Cardano, and you know some other large caps have really shot up. Um, and then it goes into the mids and then the low caps. So uh, you know, I, I still think we're gonna have a pump for 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 the mid and low caps. Um, uh, and for me, it's just the market's looking bullish. I'm not, you know. You, you can just relax and chill and just let the market do its thing to be honest and uh, not really worry too much yeah yeah i see this chart i've got it in front of me it's actually a very good one you're talking about our secrets of crypto okay it's talking about phase one uh, bitcoin with yeah. yeah and obviously phase four um old season um yeah interesting how the money flows isn't it and you know this is the point of cycles isn't it but there's another question as well look you've probably had a lot of questions like this as well from many on twitter and i've had a few myself when they're talking about okay 
what's your target for example for arfu what's your target for um what's your target for you know kusama and my response will generally be i don't look at uh figures with these altcoins uh particularly the lower cap ones because we don't really know it's a matter of playing the cycles what do you say about that yeah it's like it's like guessing a number because there's not enough market data it's not enough data for these low alt caps because they come out so low the reason we can forecast bitcoin at 200,000 or 100,000 or whatever is because of the 10 year history of data that we have so we can use that as predictions but our fuel and mantra dow and things that have, that have just come out in this cycle you've got like what 7 8 months of data it's isn't most almost impossible to predict that so the best thing for 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 investors to do in my opinion again it's not financial advice but when bitcoin does hit uh, market top uh, wherever it is if it is 250 or 200 or wherever you think it is um or or when you or when it's gone quite high and and you know it's getting overextended then take your profits from uh, your other alts you know you can scale out slowly but don't think to you know when people say um you know this is going to get to $100 or that's going to get to $1000 unless the coin has some data behind it it's very it's hard to predict okay so when we're talking about ethereum now uh, touching 4000 you see there's some resistance there at 4000 which it could be surprising to some uh, because a lot of people initially thought that there won't be no resistance at 4000 where do you see do you think that ethereum still has a lot of juice to go continue uh, uh ethereum what i think with ethereum is that I think 4000 there will be some but I think ultimately I think around the 5 I think 5 5000 5700 could be a could be a place where ethereum tops up or or hold on let me if I can get my chart and see if I have done any kind of extensions um I think yeah 4200 will be a resistance for ethereum and then if it breaks past that 5400 and then after that we'll see but I I I do see 4200 ish and then after that 5400 that will be the two main resistances next for ethereum okay that's interesting so you know just keep those two figures obviously this is just ranges that Oz is talking about but look another another point here Oz you know when we're talking about the concept of uh, something being parabolic okay and this is something i'm not sure you've discussed this before the term uh, parabolic okay What are the dangers of a coin going parabolic? The problem is when a coin goes parabolic and if you jump on that coin once it's going parabolic you have the you know you know for example when there's when the coin is towards the bottom and nothing's happening you you've got a better risk to reward ratio of it going up. But once it's going parabolic your you can say your probabilities are diminishing. So say the say when it's right at the bottom you know you've got a 80% upside chance. But the more parabolic it goes you know it gets to 50 40 30 20 then you know you might be getting right in it you only got 10% more chance of it to go up and you got a 90% chance to go down so these are the problems of when when you get into coins that are going parabolic is that your percentages of gain become uh, less okay now that's an interesting uh, thing so we can just bring an analogy to this okay so we have two coins that we can compare this to okay um and let's look at them over the last couple of days let's go back two days okay and we've got dogecoin okay that almost touched like 70 cents or something okay and on the other hand you got a lower cap one which is like kylin yeah so two ends of the spectrum one of them was like near bottom kylin because obviously the pre-sales came out allocations a lot of people sold those things and it was pretty much bottomed out whereas one was topped out Now what would be a clever of course it's not financial advice and stuff but looking at the analogy of par- something being parabolic and the percentages of actually gaining 
uh, something into a dodge, okay, or a Kylin in that situation. Yeah, so that's an interesting point. Uh, something that's uh, gone parabolic, like dodge. You said right. Yeah. Now people who jumped on dodge. Uh, what was the high? What was the what was the was, uh, high of dodge recently? It was, it was touching the seventy cents, I think. You know, so you know, obviously massive. What's it now? It's, it came down 33% today. Let me just check the latest, okay? Um, today, yeah, it came down um, 15% over the last 20... So it, it got an all-time high yesterday of 73 cents, okay? And today, it's at 56 cents. But if you compare that, for example, you know, what I was mentioning to Kylin, okay? And remember, we're talking about Kylin, where it's pretty much bombed out. The reason why it bombed out two days ago. So if we're comparing the chart yesterday... Um, Kylin was probably around about 64 cents, yeah? 64 cents yeah. with a 70 million market cap. Pretty much bombed out because the pre-sailers already got their allocation sellings going on and stuff like that. Whereas something was at the absolute top, which is Dodge uh, achieving 73 cents. So when we're talking about going on to the parabolic train, okay, you look at these two as a comparison, isn't it? The thing is... Um... Like the people who were going into dodge yesterday, it's a madness because you know you're you're going into something that's got a, you know a good 80 90 percent chance of retracing, and like you said, 30 percent, 20 30 percent. Like something like Kylin, firstly, it's at the bottom, uh, you know, it's been dumping. You've got a, a, a token that's uh, a pre sale token that's just been released. So, for me, you got a better chance of getting into Kylin, and it's got so much room to grow than dodge. Um, you know, but I know people are on the dodge hype. If you're going to dodge early, well done. But right now, you know, I don't think there's too much. Uh, there's too much risk for reward, uh, in my opinion, uh, as compared to Kylin. Okay, really good, and thanks a lot, Oz, for those interesting insights regarding the market update. So, Oz, tell me, what's your plans for the rest of the week, other than crypto? Oh, I'm just gonna take it easy. I think just to relax, unwind, go to the gym. You know um, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, have you made the contact with about- uh, Crypto Muscle? I did actually. Yeah. I, I um. Yeah. You funny you mentioned that. I spoke to him. Uh, I messaged him earlier this 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 today. Yeah. And he just got back to me a little while ago, and I was just reading his message. I won't say. I won't. I won't. I won't broadcast his message online. But you know. Yeah. Uh, good guy, man. Good guy. Thanks, uh, Crypto Muscle, for that. Yeah, Crypto Muscle is a top man. And uh, yeah, so just take it easy, Oz, for the next few days. Sometimes we all need a bit of a break from... It's work at the end of the day, isn't it? So take it easy, guys. And congratulations, of course, to our winner of the $400. Uh, so look, I came good, uh, Oz, yeah? See what I'm trying to say? I gave 100 no, and you guys yeah. actually jumped in. And I've got to say thanks to Ozo and the Bogle, okay? And Jacob, 86519434. And yourself for chipping in... $100 each and giving it generously to um, one of our winners, Eduardo uh, BTC underscore one. Congratulations for winning that $400 U- uh, USDD DT. And hopefully we'll give more giveaways. Yeah, definitely. Uh, good stuff, Doc. Uh, you came through. Yeah, <laughs> and so did you. Anything, <laughs> any, anything else to add uh, to that, um, Oz? No, that's all good. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Okay, guys, and I'll we'll see you for the next um, full episode of Crypto Unplugged. As usual, keep listening, spread the word, subscribe, and review. Take it easy, guys. Thanks for listening to Crypto Unplugged. We hope you learned something from this episode. For more information, check us out on Twitter at Crypto underscore Unplugged. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to like and review us. And thanks again for listening to Crypto Unplugged.